Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Off and running on a Saturday, December 9th. Got to get around to that Christmas shopping here sooner or later. Welcome in. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN. I know I say it every Saturday, but man, oh man, do we have enough on the table for the next three hours? Oh my! How are we gonna go? How are we gonna get it all in? I'm not sure, but we will. The number, of course, you know, one eight hundred nine one nine ESPN. The telephone number. Uh, you can find me on the old Twitter, on the old Instagram at Gordon Damer, on TikTok at Old Man Radio. But most importantly, you can find me right here on your radio until noon. So three big hours, and man, from the last time that we talked in this time slot, how many things have happened? You got the Juan Soto deal to the Yankees. We can play a little round of uh, where in the world is Shohei Otani. Does anybody really know? Doesn't seem that way. The most informed people whose job it is to track Shohei Otani have no idea. You got the whole chase for Yamamoto. Is he a Yankee? Is he a Met? Is he a Dodger? Does Otani end up going someplace that impacts Yamamoto going someplace else? The baseball hot stove is rolling right now. We got week 14 in the NFL. That's not so hot because we got to watch the Jets and the Giants. But in terms of our NFL picks, we have been blue hot, not red hot. We've been blue hot. You ever see the flame? It gets like blue. It's like even hotter than red. So we got to see if we can keep rolling there. We got what I learned on TikTok at 1030. NFL poop rankings, the polar opposite of power rankings. All before we get to the leftovers at uh, 11.45. Plus, today, I thought I thought I was going to unveil a new game. I thought I came up with this amazing original idea for a game. It doesn't even have a name yet. It's so amazing. And then I'm driving in, and who was I listening to? Mel Kuyper. And who was the other person? Dari Noka. And they were, I guess they already came up with the game. It's not possible they just started that this week. Like I, I floated it last week. I mean, it doesn't have a name. It's sports music. Name that theme. It's all working titles right now. We have not come up with a good title. And now that somebody else is doing it, this might be the one week we do it, and then that's it. But 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's start. With, and I'll explain the rules of that game a little bit later on. Let's start with the Yankees. Because at least for the time being, they are the biggest story of the past week. Because this was the week when the Yankees finally got back to acting like the New York Yankees. They go out, they land Juan Soto. We've been screaming about it. Yankee fans have been screaming about it for years. That the offense has been the problem for the team. Not just regular season. This year it was finally cratered and... and even impacted the regular season, but especially in the postseason. So they go out. The rumors were there all offseason. And when they first came up, I said, there's no way the Yankees are going to get one. That's not the kind of move that the Yankees are going to make because the Yankees had gotten away from being the Yankees. They were looking to show you how smart they were. Yeah, we could go get Juan Soto. But wouldn't it be better if we went and got this, you know, C-level outfielder 
because we have identified a statistic that shows us that the hard hit rate of the exit velo. No, no, no. They didn't do that this time. It's shot. It's incredible. They got back to being their old selves. So they go out and they get Juan Soto. And, you know, everybody's got stats, facts about how great Juan Soto is. And the beauty of Juan Soto is he's so great. You don't need any facts. You don't need any stats. You know, the Yankees go out and get Alex Verdugo. And, oh, well, he does this against left-handed pitching, this against right-handed pitching. In terms of outfielding, he's uh, this many runs saved in the out. All these defensive metrics. With Juan Soto, you don't need any of these stats. But everybody's got pretty much the same ones. The ones that I saw that jumped out to me, all you need to know is Juan Soto has played six seasons in the majors. Four of those seasons, he's received MVP votes. One of the other two that he did not receive MVP votes, he won the Rookie of the Year. And the other, he put up an OPS plus of 147, which is, like, incredible. The guy's ridiculous. But you know that. And maybe that's the best part of this deal is that everybody knows that. So it seemed like when the deal eventually got made, it was a lot of, well, you got to give Brian Cashman credit. You you got to give Brian Cashman. I don't got to give Brian Cashman credit. I could have done that. You could have done Everybody knows, yes, Juan Soto's amazing. The credit goes to Hal Steinbrenner for clearly he is increasing the payroll to include another monster contract after this season. I mean, look, even before next season, he's going to make 30-something million dollars this year. That's another monster contract in addition to all the other monster contracts that his GM has collected. So it's one thing for, for Hal Steinbrenner to come out after the season that the Yankees just had and say, we shouldn't, no one should need a $300 million payroll. But with your GM and the moves that he's already made, you actually do have to have a $300 million payroll. So it would be one thing if Hal Steinbrenner just stuck to his guns and said, you know what, you should not need a $300 million payroll, which generally would be right. But in the real world, given who you've got, who he's already acquired on the payroll, and who you can't get rid of, you actually are going to need a $300 million payroll. And Soto is everything you could possibly want. I mean, if you were drawing up what you needed in a singular person to fix the Yankee offense, he has everything. He's left-handed, on-base machine, elite batting eye, plays all the time, right? Didn't last year, I think he played all 162. Didn't need a rest. Isn't the, He's the one guy. Watch, third game of the season. Juan Soto out of the lineup. He needs a break. He's exhausted. And he just turned 25. Be one thing if this guy was you know, 29, 30, 31. Players like him do not become available. Another amazing fact. Do you realize that this season, this past season that just happened, 2023 Major League Baseball, 17 players between the American League and National League received votes for Rookie of the Year. Juan Soto is younger than seven of them. And he's played for six seasons. So I think the best part of this move, not just all the things that I've listed, all the things you already know, the best part of this move is it does not rely on any of Brian Cashman's judgment. That's the best part of this move. Even if you do not like Brian Cashman, even if you can rightly point out over the last couple of years, this guy has made one disastrous move after next disaster. This one does not rely on his judgment.
This is not like the deals he, what the deals he makes where you have to think, man, I'm not so sure about that. That's when you got to be concerned. Joey Gallo, Josh Donaldson, Frankie Montas, IKF. So this deal, there's nothing to be concerned about. I'm not concerned about his contract after this year. I'm not concerned about how he's going to adjust. I heard some uh, Yankee fan, well, I don't know if he's, he's cut out for the spotlight. He's hitting home runs off Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander in the World Series as a 20-year-old. I don't know. I think he'll adjust. That stuff about the spotlight, I think a lot of times it's overrated. Just go get me a great player. And Juan Soto, by all metrics and measures, is a great player. So that's not the problem. Everything's great. The problem is, is that I said this deal doesn't rely on Brian Cashman's judgment. At some point, you are going to have to rely on Brian Cashman's judgment. Even if they get Yamamoto, which would seem like, hey, the next best thing. The next big move, right? He's going to meet with the team on Monday. Even for Brian Cashman, even for Hal Steinbrenner increasing the payroll as much as he has and, and is going to, apparently, if if they are truly in the Yamamoto sweepstakes and still would have to add some other pieces here along the way. And when building a baseball, building any team, really, it's it, everybody always looks at the strengths of the team. Oh, they have this, they have that. They, but what are the weaknesses of the team? So building a baseball team, it's really about minimizing your weaknesses as much as possible. And to do that, it's going to be based on the judgment of the small things, the non-blockbusters. And over the last couple of years, the Yankee judgment really cannot be trusted. So we've already thought, I'm not going to look back on all the other deals that we've quite, I brought them up there, Gallo and Donaldson. We all questioned them when they were made. But moving forward, you know, they're going to tell you, no, we we see a version of Alex Verdugo that you don't see. We know what he's going to, that one, can you really trust him on that? Judge holding up in center field. No, no, he'll be fine. That toe thing, don't worry about it. You'll never hear about it ever again. Building out the rest of the roster, possibly moving Glaber Torres after the last couple of years, you have to be a little concerned. You have to have some some trust issues. Juan Soto's fantastic. And Monday with Yamamoto, let's announce it right then and there. Wouldn't that be just a boss move? He met with us, and he's signing with us. That would be fantastic. So I love the Juan Soto move. And as great a player as he is, the Yankees can't be done. And even with the, the, the other moves, they're gonna be, they, there has to be other moves, clearly. That doubt about Brian Cashman after the last couple of years, the Juan Soto is so great, but he's not so great that he can wipe out that doubt you have to have as a Yankee fan in your GM's judgment. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. So coming up, we'll get some phone calls involved about Juan Soto. Uh, Got to get into who deserves credit. There's one area of credit I don't think is getting enough focus. A lot of talk. Brian Cashman. Hal Steinbrenner. There's one area I don't think is getting enough credit, so I'll give you that uh, coming up. Plus, the Yamamoto sweepstakes, the Mets. How important is it for the Mets to be making sure they make the, the move for Yamamoto? And then there's a, the Pete Alonso thing is just kind of hanging out there as well. So very interesting stuff with the Yankees, very interesting stuff with the Mets. 
It's a very interesting Gordon Damer show. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. All right, so it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York, 1-800-919-ESPN, the uh, telephone number. And uh, we opened the show today talking about, of course, Juan Soto, the Yankees, making that move. What other moves were going to come down the pike? The Mets, we got to get into Pete Alonso there because some very interesting things are happening. But I said this the other night with Larry on the uh, ESPN New York Tonight Show. When the Soto deal came down, you hear, you got to give Brian Cashman credit for that. He went and got Juan Soto. Of course, anybody. You could pick a guy off the street. Hey, do you want to give up Michael King, Drew Thorpe, Kyle Higashioka, and two other pitchers who, who knows, and get Juan Soto? Yeah, I think I would be. So I'm not going gaga for Brian Cashman to make this move. Yes, now, I do think some credit belongs with Hal Steinbrenner because he is now increasing the payroll. The Yankees are almost certainly going to have a payroll over $300 million this year, something they've not done before. But, you know, one area of credit that does not get talked about nearly enough, and this is a very uncashman-like move, right? Trade for a guy a year away from free agency, a guy who's going to command a contract, what, $500 million, giving up assets now, instead of just going out and, and signing a free agent and keeping the assets for some other deal. I think some, some area of credit, at least to a certain degree, I'm not going to say it's all of it, belong with Yankee fans. If Yankee fans had not been so apoplectic over the season that the Yankees had, the Yankees were going to make moves anyway, but we have not seen them make moves like this in a very long time. And they've, they've missed out on superstar after super Corey Seager the past years, uh, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, each time. So I don't know. I just feel like if Yankee fans were not so un- like unhinged lunatics like they've been, which is sometimes a bad thing, I will grant you, but maybe if the fan base wasn't so ticked off, I don't know that this move necessarily would have happened. So to you, unhinged Yankee fan, unhinged lunatic, if you are listening to my voice, it's coming from the radio. It's not coming from inside your head. But you, my friend, take a bow. You deserve some credit for Juan Soto now patrolling left field at Yankee Stadium. God bless you. All right, let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's start things off on a Saturday with Marvin in the Bronx. Marvin, what's going on, my friend? Do you, well, ex- you know, G-Man, can you hear me? Yes, I got you, Marvin, of course. Okay. Because, you know, I'm giving you the tag, G-Man. So I appreciate I always, that. Okay. Look, um, I'm kind of I'm kind of twisted here because I'm a longtime friend of Randy Levine's, and I have a personal feeling for Brian Cashman. Okay. Yes, he's, yes, he's not Branch Rickey, and yes, he's not George Weiss. But what happened this week, and I'll make that statement, and I'm not being disrespectful, um, the Yankees sent a bomb to the America, to the um, – to the American League East. It's being felt from Fenway Park to Camden Yards and to those fellas out in Houston. So do I believe Ken, um, Brian is a good general manager? Yeah, I believe he's more than a good general I'll even say that I think he's a great general manager. And, and you, when you think about the vicissitudes and the things that go on in baseball today, yes, he's made some mistakes like all general managers have made. But you know what? And I, but I agree with you the fact that the fans base forced this move. Yeah. And I want to wish you a happy holiday, my man. All and right, Marvin. Right there at the station. Thank you very much, Marvin. I appreciate it. I appreciate the nickname because, uh, I'll be honest, I get some other nicknames from time to time from callers, and they're not quite as complimentary. 
But yes, the fan base. Yes, the fan base. The Yankee fan base was mad as hell and they weren't going to take it anymore. Uh, And look, I am not someone who generally just crushes Brian Cashman. I've not been a a Brian Cashman hater this whole time. Oh, this guy. I think he does some good things. I think he does some bad things. But over the last couple of years, even the, the biggest Brian Cashman defender would have to look at the moves. Move after move after move. And, and judgment after judgment after judgment, it was just not good. Each trade was a disaster. And, and it was kind of, you could see it at the time. The Josh Donaldson move, nobody liked that move. Now, I don't think that most of us thought it would be as bad as it turned out, but nobody thought, well, that's a good, that's what the Yankees need. They need to go out and get Josh Donaldson at $25 million, $20 million a year. And, and the, the Montas move, not going after Luis Castillo, it's not just the moves they made, it's the moves they passed up. So these last couple of years, there's no way to paint the moves that Brian Cashman have made in any other light than they have been one disaster after another. Let's go out to, uh, let's see here, Pete is on Long Island. Pete, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Gordon, how are you? I'm good, Pete. What's up? All right, so couple of, I'm going to give you a first Cashman. This is 60 years of watching baseball, so this is not just flipping, right? Uh, Cashman. Did you say six or have, 60? Six, six. What are you kidding me? No, 60. 60, okay. I was 60, going to say you're taking credit for six. Zero, that would be funny. weird. Six, yeah, I yeah, watched yeah, baseball yeah. for six <laughs> years. I know everything. Go ahead. And I'm um, I wish it was six, which means I would be like 21 or 18 or something, but no, that's not the case. So Cashman, good GM. But is Cashman the best GM? No. And we're talking this is the Yankees. So that's the Cashman argument. As far as the Yankees signing Soto, I mean, getting Soto, great, great trade. But you have to now complete this. And you complete this, of course, if you can get the kid from Japan, hands down, you get him. If you don't, you try to go pivot, get Montgomery, get someone else. But then you've got to top this off with Bellinger. And let me explain. So Bellinger... First of all, you have a legacy with his, with his father. Imagine if, you know, a father-son both win the World Series. Pretty cool. But here, Bellinger, this kid is a center fielder. He's a first baseman. He's a lefty. Played in big markets. MVP. Had a couple of bad years. Turned it around this year. So if you get Soto and Bellinger, and let's say you can't sign Soto, at least you have Bellinger. If you can sign Soto you're going to be able to at least trade Bellinger. So you're going to have other chips, but now you're all in. And you're talking Bellinger, Soto, Judge, Verdugo, and you're talking possibly this kid, you know, the uh, the Japanese kid, or a Montgomery or someone. Now, you, now you're the Yankees, and you're saying, listen, we're going, and we're going for maybe one, two, or multiple titles. That's how you have to do it. That's how you complete this circle. All right. Maybe you- well, Pete, uh, uh, sorry about that. Um, well, the only problem with that is is where would he play? Um, that would see even somebody who's watched baseball six years knows you can't have four outfielders and you have Giancarlo Stanton clogging up the DH spot. He's not going anywhere. The Yankees have made their decision. I think when it comes to, would they rather have Soto or Bellinger and Bellinger, you'd have to think if it were close, that's the way they probably would have went because that was just straight cash. That was just straight money. You didn't have to give up any prospects. You could keep Michael King. You could keep uh, Drew Thorpe. I love all these Yankees. Oh, they give up Drew Thorpe, too. Drew Thorpe is now the new Chance Adams. Remember Chance Adams? There was like a six-month span. Yankee. Oh, this Chance Adams. They got to give this Chance Adams a shot. 
Where is Chance Adams? Is he hanging out with uh, Otani on that plane head, head to nowhere? I'm not sure. No, I, the, the money, it's great that the Yankees are increasing the payroll. They're not going to increase it that much. Like, like Bellinger is looking for a contract. He's got Boris as, a, as an agent. He's looking for a six, seven, eight-year contract. So I don't think the Yankees are going to. I think that ship has sailed. There was an argument to be made at one point. That time is is now done. Let's go out to uh, Subi is in Midtown. Subi, what's going on, pal? Hey, Gordon, I wanted to chime in on this Yankees deal, and I'm not worried about the Soto trade, but I am worried about the starting pitching because you did let go of two starting pitchers from last year, so you need to fill that void. Now, um, I'm worried about what's going on recently with the news with Otani because if he gets $580 million or 600 then I think uh, Soto next year is going to demand that much too. And then how do you spread out that money next year? So that's what I'm concerned about, mainly the starting pitching and also Otani going to the Blue Jays. I feel like that would be a power move by them. And then the AL East is clogged up again with a lot, a lot of talent from that team. That's all I got to say. All right, Subi. Well, look, I don't want Otani to go to the Blue Jays, not because he'll go to the Blue Jays, because that now opens up the Dodgers. If the Dodgers don't get Otani, They've been clearing out money for forever. There's, I would think, a greater likelihood that they would be pushing harder for Yamamoto. And I want Yamamoto on the Yankees. I want Yamamoto on the Yankees, and I don't want Yamamoto on the Mets. It's like a two-edged thing there. Because if the Yankees are able to land Yamamoto, and the Mets do not, obviously, land Yamamoto, that is not a great look for the big, bad New York Mets led by Steve Cohen and the billions of dollars, and they spend money. And this is straight cash. This is the one thing that they have done well, the Mets, is they, they are no, their brand under Steve Cohen is to spend ridic- overspend on everything. It costs $2, I'll give you 5 for it. Cost $10, I'll pay 15 they don't go looking for bargains. So this would seem to line up perfectly for them. You got the owner flying out to Japan to meet with them, everything. He didn't go for f- uh, frequent flyer Myers. He went, he went to, to, to land the deal. So I, that's why I don't want Otani in Toronto. I'd rather Otani does end up with the Dodgers, but we'll have to wait and see. Even, even when he, like, unless you have a picture of Otani, at this point, unless you have a picture of Otani holding up a newspaper in the Dodgers' offices, or at least video or something. It's going to be hard to believe where he actually is going to land until we have some official, really official, not plain, not he's looking for houses. That story always pops up anytime there's a free agent. Oh, he, he, I know a guy, he's a real estate agent, and he's been showing Otani houses in Toronto. Let's wait and see what happens. Dave is in the car. Dave, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Hey, thanks, Gordon. Um, just chiming in on the Yankees. I think the Soto move was a really good move. I just don't think that it's enough. Um, but let me just ask this question to you. Um, I mean, it seemed like the Yankees were go- moving away from a culture where it was like spend, spend, spend last year, trying to get the payroll down. Are they not in a situation now where they have no choice but to spend? because they have two of the best players in the league. Now they have three with Soto. Like right now, they should be looking like the Mets as far as spending because they still have some things they need to shore up. They're not a complete team right now. 
or am I missing something? Or do you think this team has a shot the way they are to make a run at the World Series, or do they need more pieces? Absolutely, Dave. They need more pieces. I mean, they have they have one starter right now. I don't know who else in that rotation has currently constructed, and they would tell you the same thing. They got to add pitching. So no, they're not. They they do have to keep on making moves. And here's the thing: Soto's great. No questions. I want Soto. He's fantastic. I'm not war. I'm not worried about contract. That's tomorrow Gordon's problems. I'm living in today, Gordon. I'm not worried about tomorrow Gordon yet. Let tomorrow Gordon deal with himself. But as great as Soto is, he does not fix all the ifs of the rest of the Yankees. And the Yankees got a ton of ifs. If Anthony Rizzo comes back healthy. If Giancarlo Stanton does not look like a 90-year-old man next year. If... Anthony Volpe takes the next step forward in his his offensive profile. If they can get Carlos Rodon back to being a good major league pitcher. If, if, if. There's tons of ifs. So, yeah, they, they still need to keep adding things. Yamamoto would be a good start. If it's not Yamamoto, they're still going to have to go out and, and, and divvy up the money someplace else. You know, the thing, I would naturally think – well, they got Soto. They're not going to also land Yamamoto. It's just that they've been project, proje, projecting this level of confidence. The coffee has not kicked in yet. The mouth is still working up. It's like loading. The turbo, remember the turbo button? Sometimes you got to wait for the turbo button. To all, you can't just keep hitting it. The Yankees are projecting this confidence. They're almost like, hey, we got a secret. We know we're going to land this guy. We shall see. That also kind of comes back to Yankee judgment. Like, they think that they're going to land them, but whether or not they do actually land them remains to be seen. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the uh, telephone number. Let's go out to, uh, let's see here, John is in North Bergen. John, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Hey, Gordon. Hey, John. How you doing? Oh, Arlene, good. How Jolio, are you? Company. Thanks for taking my phone call, man. <clears throat> Thanks for making it. Um, Gordon, you know, my, my tag for you is OG because I'm an OG like you, man. I appreciate so, that. All right, cool. All right. Uh, before I get to my Yankee point, you want to know? I was listening to Dari and, and Mel. Mel. Okay. And they said that they just came up with it, that they didn't even have a meeting about it, that they just he just came up with Wait it. Wait a second. That seems was, a little shit. I did bring this up. Did I not bring this up last week? Gordon, I swear to God, I was listening to them, and that's what he said. Like, they just brought it up out of the wind. Like I uh, said, there's no pages, nothing. It, sound, no it sounds a little shady. It's, it's I, I don't trust that I'm Dari. I don't you. trust that Mel as far as I could throw him. <laughs> I was up, bro, because my, I mean, my quiz, my quiz was is not on anymore. So I had to listen to Daria Mel, but and then you came on, but so the plan's gone. Um, well, uh, like I said, you could take my word for it. it like John, like said, I do take your word for it. it. I, now, the, right. John, if you were sitting in the jury box and you 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 got the facts <laughs> as you now know them, yes, sir. How how would you rule in this? Who who's who's in the right? Is am I in the right? Are they in the right? Uh, because they got you. to the I'm air with first you. with it. 
Sometimes no, the people I mean, that get to the, the to the to the product launch first, they get the credit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree. I'm with you. All I, right. I appreciate uh, that, John. What's your, what's your Yankee you, point? I, all right. My Yankee point is that the one soda move is a great move, right? I'm a Yankee fan. and But it's just for a year because he's already said he's going to hit free agency. But my thing is, if we land Yamamoto, then that would probably entice him to want to stay because they're building a core. And from there, if Yamamoto signs, then just go get starting pitching. What do you think, OG? Yeah, well, look, John, thanks for the, the, the phone call and the kind words. Here's the thing. Yes, he will be a free agent. His agent is Scott Boris. So more than likely, he will take him. He'll wait to, to become a free agent so all the teams can bid on him. But whenever that day comes, the good news is, oh, thank God, we're still the Yankees. Oh, woo, woo. We're not, we're not the, uh, the, 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 the Cleveland Indians. We're not the, the Miami Mar. Whoo. Thank heavens we're still the New York Yankees. So whenever that day does come, the Yankees will still have the wherewithal, the the resources. If they want to keep Juan Soto, they will keep Juan Soto. So no need to uh, to worry about that. And that's a problem for way down the line. Let's let's get into this. You know what? Let's first build out the rest of the team and see how things look. All right? How about that? Let's go to, uh, let's see here. Let's go to uh, Eric is in Queens. Eric, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Yeah, good morning, Gordon. How are you doing? I'm good, Eric. Yeah, um, I'm, I agree with you what you were saying all along. Um, the, the solo move is good, but I don't really agree on it because you get rid of a lot of pieces. You only go be there for one season, and then, I mean, you're going to add more superstars. So, yeah, but you're not going to add nobody. You just put them there for one season. What's really going to do for the Yankees? Well, look, he'll be he'll be awesome in one season, and if things, if it becomes apparent that the Yankees uh, are uh, in need of a of a real rebuild, maybe you say, hey, you know, we got to wait for some of these other contracts to kind of come off the books before we can start investing five hundred million dollars in another player. Uh, I, I don't know, but yeah, if the Yankees want to re-sign Juan Soto, if things go roughly as you would have imagined they would with Juan Soto. I, I would have to think they're going to re-sign Juan Soto. Right. See what happens. Absolutely. All right, Eric, thanks for the phone call, man. And this idea, I mean, Met fans, they are hot stuff. Oh, well, he'll be there for one year, but then after that, the Mets will come in and sign him. Hey, how about you do something this offseason? You're talking a big game about Yamamoto and you have the owner flying out there. Go, go land him. Big bad Steve Cohen, all your billions. Don't worry about next offseason because you're going to have your own problems next offseason. And, and, and Met fans, you should prepare yourself now for the fact it's clear the Mets, it's hard to envision a way where the Mets want to keep Pete Alonso here long term. They've already had talks about trading him before last year's trade deadline. He's represented by Scott Boris, and Boris is out there telling you we would be willing to talk contract now. And yet, the Mets haven't made a move. That, to me, and, and this is the, as I said a thousand times, if you're going to sign Pete Alonso, this is the offseason to get it done. Buy out one of those years of arbitration 
and get into that contract now because we've seen with, with other high-profile sluggers, those contracts generally don't age well. So if that's the case, and, and Pete Alonso is more than just that to the Mets because he's the face of the franchise, he's a homegrown Met, Mets don't keep their own stars a lot of times throughout history, you want to show that it's different now, this would be the offseason to go get something done and make sure you lock him up. And lock rather than when he turns, what would he be, 30 when he becomes a free agent? Lock him in 29. One extra year. One year. You think the Yankees wouldn't like to have one less year on that Stanton contract at this point? I think they would. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's squeeze in uh, Jonathan is in L.A. Jonathan, go. Hey, good morning, Gordon. Uh, am I glad that you didn't start it with Zach Wilson starting over <laughs> Simeon? <laughs> Oh, Ooh, the, sh- the show? No, we, we're not going to start the show with Zach. We, we, we will get to – this is not going to be a Zach Wilson free <laughs> zone. We will eventually get to Zach Wilson. But, uh, you know, first thing on a Saturday morning, I don't want to put everybody in a depressed mood. That's what that's exactly. what Sundays are for. Yeah. No, this is not a Zach Wilson free zone. I don't want yeah, to depress nice, everybody right way, off the bat. And by the way, your, your Dolphins are looking fire, but I'm going to leave it as that. Um, yeah, man, so, you know – Gordon, I was going to tell you, um, right now with the Otani rumors, I mean, I don't know. I think it's a good thing if Otani signs with the with the Blue Jays because I think they're literally going to break the bank for him and they're just going to be left literally without nothing. Maybe they'll just sign Blotty. But that team needs pitching, man. They're just like the Dodgers. They need pitching. But e- either way, that's none of our business. Like Michael K. told me yesterday, we already signed our big fish. We we, we got a l- other little plans to do, all right? So we, we I'm good with Otani signing with the Blue Jays. I don't really care. Now, us as Yankee fans, us as greedy fans, uh, Gordon, um, what do you think? So, okay, Yamamoto's our top of the list right now. Let's just say, hopefully, we do sign him. What other holes do you think we should, you know? I mean, obviously, I don't want to give out 100 million contracts out there, but what are the good players you think all around players you think we should sign well look jonathan and thanks for the phone call if they do get yamamoto that goes a long way to kind of helping the rotation you're still going to have rodan in the in the rotation and i think you'd probably make another move for a starter because there's so many questions not a big time move uh but you you need uh, some strength in numbers for sure uh but let's get the first things first first things first let's go out there and get yamamoto and get that all taken care of and signed Monday. I think Monday would be a perfect day for that. You bring him in, you meet with him. Let's get this, let's get this deal done. Don't let him walk out the door. And then you have Soto and Yamamoto, and away you go. You can start counting down the days until pitchers and catchers at that point. 1-800-919. ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, get more of your phone calls, but also another clue. In our little musical game. What a musical sports game. First two clues are already there. We've got a fresh clue. Joe thinks he might have an idea of where this is going. We'll put another piece of the puzzle, line that up coming in to the next segment. Coming up. Plus, there's one talking point. I love the Yankees. And I love any talk about the Yankees of the Soto deal. It's been like heaven these last few days. Hearing all the conversation about the Yankees. There is one talking point. That is so mind-numbingly dumb when it comes to the Yankees that people really got to drop it. They really got to drop it. So I'll tell you what that is coming up next. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. 
Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. All right, 1 800 919 ESPN is the telephone number. Let's get a couple more calls in here. Uh, Pete is in Staten Island. Pete, go, my man. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, Pete. Okay. Um, as far as this Yamamoto thing, okay, first off, I, I, this is absolutely extremely important that they sign him. All right. And there's a couple of reasons why. Number one, we know where we are in 24 as far as Soto goes, okay? If Soto does not come back in 25 and we do not sign Yamamoto, that's going to leave us in 25 exactly where we were four days ago before signing Soto. That's number one. Uh, Excuse me, there's more to that because now we would have a depleted minor league pitching system. Okay, if we do sign Yamamoto and Soto uh, walks, at least we have Yamamoto signed for, let's say, 10 years. He signed and the pitching part of it from 25 on will be pretty much fine. But naturally, the hitting part will be, you know, Soto gone. Okay, so. A lot of people haven't discussed that. This is why I think this signing or, you know, hopefully a signing, it, it, it absolutely must be done. Otherwise, I mean, you, you're really at risk of 25 just being right back where we were four days ago. Well, look, Pete, you're not wrong. Uh, I will say that. Uh, it is important that they make sure that they, they get this done. Um, but in terms of... Overall, there, there are other moves. If they don't land Yamamoto, there are other moves that they can make and will make. They'll have to fill out the rotation in some ways. But there's been a lot of talk yeah, of well, you have to you have to go get um, you have to go get uh, Yamamoto because Judge and 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 uh, Cole they're not getting any any younger. Well, now you've even added on to that because you only have the one year of Juan Soto. So yeah, absolutely. 